Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thank you so much for joining us. Coming up in just a moment, Grand Forks City Mayor Mike Brown's going to join us to respond to an article from the Star Tribune about the LM wind power plant that has made Grand Forks now one of the COVID hotspots in America. We start tonight with this. How can our city leaders help you now, today? That's the subject of tonight's Point of View. Unfortunately, the bad news just keeps pouring in and people need financial help now, maybe more than ever. And so I think I might have an idea that can help you out. Just hear me out tonight. Stay with me. Today, we got some more bad news. There's another 4.4 million Americans that are unemployed, which now takes us to the levels of unemployment not seen since the Great Depression of the 1930s. It was announced today that more than 59,000, 59,000 people have now filed for unemployment in North Dakota alone just in the last five weeks, folks. That is bad news. More bad news. Independent contractors, those gig workers, may not be getting as much unemployment money as they originally thought from the CARES Act that Congress recently passed. Also, myself personally, I assume many of you are like me. I still haven't gotten my Trump bucks. I mean, I go to the IRS website, I fill out my form, and then you can see here I get this ridiculous message from the IRS website. So if you're like me, I'm sure we all could use an extra, you know, 1200 bucks or more right now. And yet I keep getting that from IRS.gov. So as more and more people have less and less money coming in, you're going to have more and more people that are looking to their credit cards to just basically survive. So what did our friendly credit card companies do today? Some of them, of course, they started lowering your limits, thus lowering how much you can borrow to get food and do the things you need to survive. Speaking of food, the need for food is growing all over the country. Wait till you see these pictures. These are from Minnesota, folks. People waiting in line, incredibly long lines at food banks. Bring the next one up, please, just to get food, meals. Look at it. This is in Minnesota as well. Yesterday, I spoke with Melissa Sobolek. She's with a great play in food banks. She said, hey, Chris, we are seeing a 30 to 50% increase in people that need food just to survive. And that's all ages. I mean, families, people with kids. So my question for you tonight, one of the things I want you to consider is what could our city leaders be doing now to help you and your family through this emergency situation? So just hear me out. I'm gonna give you a simple theoretical example and then get to what my plan is for you and I. So let's just play this out for me. Let's say that I owed you at home $50,000 and you and I agreed that I would pay you back with interest, with interest over 25 years. Okay, we made this deal a while ago and we're good. I'm making my payments. Then I come to you and I say, look, I'm going on some hard times right now. This COVID-19 emergency situation, government won't let me work. I can't do anything. So here's what I want to do. I want to pay you back the full amount that I owe you, the full 50 grand with interest, but rather than paying you over 25 years, I'm gonna pay you in 26 years, but I'm still paying you interest the whole time. If I were to come to you and try to make that deal, would you take that deal? I think most of you would, because you'd actually make more money because I'm paying you interest for an extra year. So here's what I wanna do, think about this. What if the city of Fargo did the right thing and they actually went to bat for you? They went to go fight for you and your family and they went to the bondholders of our special assessments and said to them, look, we wanna pay you in full, but here's the deal. Rather than paying you in full over 25 years, we're gonna pay you in full over 26 years and we'll still pay you interest over the entire year. Think about this for a moment. If you're a homeowner right now or a renter, you win. You win hugely, hugely, okay? Because you don't have to pay any special assessments for an entire year. If you're a renter, your landlord could actually lower your rent because they no longer have to pay any specials for an entire year. Folks, this puts money right back into your pocket immediately. 
And now some of you at home might be saying, hey, Chris, but can the city really afford to do this? Are they going on? Well, here's the numbers. In 2019, the city paid in total, in total, roughly $34 million in special assessments. But we've talked about this in the past. Fargo also has what's called a special assessments emergency fund. Remember that interest rate they charge you more for? That money goes into a special, uh, special assessments emergency fund. Guess how much is in that fund? I said 34 is what they paid last year. There's $33.6 million in their emergency fund as of December 31st, 2019. So in our emergency account, the special assessment account, they've got the money sitting there. Remember, we are in a declared state of emergency, right? So we've got enough money to basically pay an entire year of special assessments. Look, I would love it if they just said, hey, you don't have to pay and don't worry about year 26, but I'm trying to, trying to negotiate here, right? Let's find a deal here that will work for the families. And that's what I'm asking is who are the city leaders in Fargo going to fight for? Are they going to fight for you and your family and go to these bondholders? Or are they going to stand with Wall Street and the big banks? If I were you, I would encourage you, just, just an encouragement. Maybe you want to call your mayor, send them an email, your city commissioners, and ask them that question. Hey, mayor. Hey, city commissioner. Are you going to fight for me and my family? Or are you going to stand with Wall Street in the big banks. Here's what I want you to imagine for a moment. I just told you about unemployment, food banks. Imagine this, if you didn't have to pay any special assessments for an entire year. How much money would that mean to your pocketbook for you and your family for the next 12 months? Let's just say, and this is hypothetical here, but let's say the average person in Fargo is paying 300 bucks a month right now in specials. That's 300 bucks a month. Over the course of a year, that's $3,600 for your family. We're, we're happy about the Trump bucks, the 1200 bucks. That's $3,600 for you and your family to try to help you get through these challenging times. That, my friends, is how our city leaders can help you now, today, and that's the subject of tonight's point of view. All right, yesterday, the Star Tribune, they put out a piece about the COVID-19 outbreak in Grand Forks at the LM Wind Power Plant, now making it one of the country's hot spots for COVID-19. So what happened and what is Grand Forks going to do about it? Joining us now on our 702 communications line, the mayor of Grand Forks, Mike Brown. Mayor Brown, thanks so much for giving us some time tonight. We really, really appreciate it. I want to start with this, sir. So in this article, it says an email came in to your health department with a complaint on the night of March 22nd. So for our audience, March 22nd says they were expressing concerns about the company's indifference to recommendations made by health professionals you sort of took over this email chain, according to this article, and then you asked Keith Lunn, the president of the Grand Forks Region Economic Development Corporation, to look into it. Why did you have uh, your economic development guy and not your health department person look into this, sir? So I'll tell you what really happened. Uh, we received the email at 8.30 p.m. on Sunday night, and then it was forwarded to the Public Information Office at 8.36. At 8.43, it was forwarded to the mayor's office. At 8.51... It was forwarded from the mayor's office to public health at 8.51 in the evening on Sunday night. So then Monday morning at 6 a.m., the public health sent it to the mayor's office. And we also included Keith Lund in this communication about we had this concern of an LM employee who was concerned about physical distancing at his plant. So Keith Lund said, my preference is for me to make the call because they, we talked to public health and they said the physical distancing or the CDC guidelines or the CDC recommendations apply to private citizens as well as businesses. And so because he had a long time relationship, Ellen Windpower has been in our community for 20 years. They're part of our manufacturing base. Keith Lund said, my preference is for me to handle this itself. 
because he could speak to top management and make sure they got the message. So that is what he did on March 24th, he, Tuesday. He spoke with the plant manager, and the plant manager then expressed that we are complying with the CDC guidelines. So I did not ask Keith Lund to do it. Out of his character and his commitment to the community, he volunteered to carry this message because he knew it would mean more going to the top. Okay, so you're a doctor, sir. You're an OBGYN. Yes, and let's say there was a pregnant woman that had an issue and I knew her for a really long time. Would you want me to call her to look into her or would you want to make that phone call? I would think if you, the information is important that she gets to her and if I'm busy and I can't, and I think it's important you get the information, you can say the words just as well as I can. Okay, so did Keith Lawn actually go to the plant and inspect it or did he just make a phone call and take their word um, for it? I wasn't there, but I assume he made a phone call. So which goes back to... And I can understand if Keith Lund's got a relationship, you want to do that. But then why not also have your health department go and actually do it? I mean, I think we both can agree, sir, this is a very highly infectious disease. Yes? Yes, we can. So and we you, had our first case of COVID March 30th. Okay, so then why not have a health department person go make a physical presence on site to make sure? Because it sounds to me like you're just taking the word that they were following the CDC recommendations. Why not well, have... I, I, I trust those people. I, I trust our employees and our management at there. But we, our public health does not go in, we inspect restaurants, yes. We don't inspect workplaces. Workplace safety, I don't think is the forefront for our public health department. They do the, the, the testing and sure. follow-up and contact tracing to help us contain this disease. I don't believe their job is to inspect safety for COVID concerns.